Happy Tuesday! My name's Nick. My name is Alan. And welcome into, into the, the dungeon. We find ourselves this week, deep in the Neverwinter Wood, on a trail that true shrubberies had come across, flanked on either side by a number of butterflies. The path in front of them, a large clear gem roughly the size of a human head, is floating above the path, and that's where we're going to pick up. Hmm, I wonder what that is. Nothing good, I suppose. Hmm, no, I don't think so. Should we head back, perhaps, or can we step round the crystal? Is that possible, or is it... Like, blocking our way. Yeah, you can step around it. I want to try and, from a distance, make an arcana check. See if I can determine what it is. Okay. Starting strong. That's a total of seven. You can sense there's something magical about it. You can't quite put your finger on it. You suspect that perhaps this is something to do with the Fae. We know there's a strong connection with the Fae in these areas. And also that story about the hag... This doesn't bode well. I think we should move on. Let's not spend more time than we need to here. And I want to give the crystal a wide berth and carry on on the path. So as you approach the crystal, moving off the path near the butterflies, you notice that a beautiful elven face, framed in dark hair, appears in the center of this crystal. And you hear this voice within your mind, as if it's speaking telepathically to, to all of you. All three of you hearing this. One butterfly is red as blood. Three butterflies are orange as sunset. Four butterflies are yellow as gold. Seven butterflies as green as leaves. Eleven butterflies as blue as the water. What two colors are the rest of the butterflies? And how many of each color are there? I suddenly stop on my tracks. Hmm, a riddle. Oh, I'll, I enjoy these qu- quite a bit. Yes, I've been known to crack the, the toughest nut. I admire your optimism. I take it you heard that too, then? Yes, yes, yes. But I mean, we are not obliged to answer, I don't think. I carry on walking away. You start walking away. You notice that the butterflies start swirling around angrily. Okay. Their wings turn to razors. No, 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 no. I'll answer your riddle. As okay. You all, as you all take two slashing damage. <laughs> Shit. Hey, watch out. No need for that. You want your riddle answered? We'll, we'll, we'll answer it, don't you worry. How much time do we have? And you just hear this voice repeat the same. One butterfly is red as blood. Three butterflies are orange as sunset. Four butterflies are yellow as gold. Seven butterflies as green as leaves. Eleven butterflies as blue as the water. What two colors are the rest of the butterflies? And how many of each color are there? Okay, so I've been, what, five minutes of recording? Going over yeah. this, at most five minutes, right? Yeah, it hasn't been too long. I want to turn to Fabian and Fenna. Well, I've been thinking. Red, yellow and blue are primary colours. I learned this in school back in, in my days when I lived with the priests. So if you mix red with blue, you get purple, right? Mm. And if you mix red with yellow, you get orange. 
Okay. So if there's four yellow butterflies and you mix it with red and you apply subtraction to that. So four minus one, red is red being one butterfly. You lost me. <laughs> keep up, keep up, Fenna. I'm following. Okay, so you would have three orange mm. butterflies. So if you then in turn... That's quite observant, true. Yes, if, if then in turn you do blue, which is 11, minus four, which is yellow, that gives you seven. Seven green butterflies. Mm. There's logic to your... I think so. So if you get red now, which is one, and blue, which is 11, 11 minus one is 10. And that makes purple. So you should have 10 purple butterflies. But now here's where I get stumped. That's it. You can't mix any more colors. Unless we're talking about white. The color of purity. Yes, but it's not really a color. It's just a spectrum. A light spectrum. I'm totally lost. <laughs> now, supposedly all the colors, all the primary colors mixed make white. So if you get 11 being blue, you minus 4, which is yellow. That gives you seven. And then you minus one, which is red. That makes six. So there should be ten purple butterflies and six white butterflies. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. Fabian, I just want to ram my sword through that stone. <laughs> <laughs> you and your ways, Fabian. You don't learn. You just want to hack everything down. Poor Betsy. Anyway. Betsy? Yes, my, my skeletal steed. Oh, have you forgotten? Well, yes, but... I'll never forget. Well, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget, Fabian. Yes, don't forget to not hide in the skeletal <laughs> belly okay, of a beast. Anyway, let's get back to the problem at hand. Elf, E, Elfie, we have your riddle, we have your answer. Next time, perhaps try something harder. Ten purple butterflies and six white ones. May we go now? The butterflies start to swirl around again. Erratically and angrily. And you feel... The razor sharp wings slicing at you as they fly around. Hey! Get off! Oh, for fuck's sake, true! I thought you had this! I'm sure it's the right answer. There must there must be an error. You, you've all taken another two points of slashing damage. Damn it. <sighs> I thought for sure that was the answer, true. Yes, me too. There must be something wrong with this riddle giver. Are you sure that's not the answer? The butterflies start. Okay, okay, again okay. Angrily. I get it. I get it. Let me go back to my book. I'll write some things down, I'll come back to you. Was it half right at least, or...? <laughs> you hear the voice again repeating the riddle. Okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. I think I have something for you and Fena. Come, come round, come round. Hear this one out. Red is one, right? And then orange is three, right? Yes. So three plus one is four, yellow. Okay. Okay. Then yellow and green, four plus seven is blue. Eleven. <laughs> it doesn't really make blue, but if you if you if we go up, you know, we add the the two before the color, that makes eleven. And then if you get eleven plus seven, that's eighteen. Eighteen. So let's say purple for argument's sake. Eighteen purple butterflies. And if we follow the logic of before of mixing all the colors, then we have eighteen plus eleven, that's twenty-nine. Let's say it's white. Twenty-nine white butterflies. What do you think? I mean, perhaps it's also referring to the colors of the rainbow, but I'm... I have no idea. Do any of you know the colors of your rainbows? Hmm. Not I. Oh, I'm a bit nervous. I, I can't 
recall at the moment the, the colors of the rainbow? Mm, neither do I. I'm gonna shoot, try and remember any of the rainbows I've seen. Because me as, as Alan, I have no idea. I can't remember. But it's true I want to try and remember in-game if I come across any rainbows, which I imagine I have at some point, and try and see if I can remember those colors. Sure. Give me a nature check. Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're still sort of tending to the, the cuts around you, which are stinging. Okay, yeah. You, you seem to remember that one of, the, one of them is purplish. Yes, yes. I remember indigo. Indigo was a color, right? Yes, I remember indigo. Okay, so I walk up to the crystal. Hear me now. The answer is 18 purple butterflies and 29 indigo butterflies. You see the crystal start to glow brightly. You see? I did it. And then it starts to fade. Whoa. And this time about half the butterflies start swirling around angrily, this time dealing each of you one slashing point of damage. Hmm. Has it gone, the crystal? No, crystal still there. Okay, okay, let's see. I wonder if I'm in the right path. Okay, what about indigo 18 and magenta 29? I remember magenta was a color. Again, the crystal starts to glow brightly. There we have it. And then fades again. Damn it! <laughs> As half the butterflies again start swirling around angrily, dealing another one point of slashing damage. Hmm, half the butterflies. Perhaps I've got half the riddle right. I swear, Shu, I'm gonna. If you don't get it right on this next go, I'm gonna attack that damn stone. Take it easy, take it easy. You see his hand sort of twitching as he's hesitantly reaching towards his sword. All right, what about this? Fabian, put your sword back in your sheath. I hadn't quite taken it out yet. Well, keep it there. Indigo 18, Violet 29. The crystal starts to glow brightly again, this time brighter and brighter. Here we go, Fabian. As you hear this voice again inside your heads. I got this. That is correct. Really? <laughs> You're wise. Oh yes, beyond my years. You must know that beauty and hideousness, innocence and guilt, peace and violence, these are all two sides of the same coin. Yes. When that coin is tossed, can land on either side, speak the name of two innocents, and free them from their fate. Oh shit. And with that, the crystal stops glowing and gently rests upon the forest floor. Oh shit. Fena. Oh, what on earth was that? We found our cure. Our cure? Yes. We are innocent, right? Oh, well, um, my blood worked in the in that tomb. Uh, I recall, was it Favins that didn't? Or was it yours? I, I can't recall now. <laughs> yes, it was Favians. He's a heathen. <laughs> Favians standing over the, the stone now. Or rather this crystal that's on the forest floor. You notice that the butterflies sort of flying around. No longer in flanking formation on either side of the path. I crouch down and I pick up the crystal. Yeah. Fena, shall we do this? Let's. And I say, Fena, into the crystal. And I look at Fena. Nothing's happening. Do you feel different? No. Hmm. Do you? Uh, well, I haven't spoken my name. I said, speak the names of two innocents. Perhaps you need to say both. Both at the same time. Hmm. I was thinking of saving it. Perhaps there's someone in bigger need than I am. True. As Fenna steps towards the crystal, she calls out your name into it. What, what are you doing, Fenna? Nothing happens. Oh, we've been bamboozled. This is worthless. And I go on throw it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Do you think we need to say both names at the same time? Perhaps. Fena and Shrew. Nothing happens again. Perhaps we need to say it at the same time. The count of three. Sounds a bit ridiculous, but I'll, 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 I'll humor you. <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay, uh, Fabian, can you count us in? I, I still say I should ram my sword for the stone. <sighs> okay, are you going on three, or three and then you go, or... Three and we go. Okay, then. One. Wait, wait, wait. We start with Fena and then Shrew. I thought the point was for you both to say the names at the same time. Oh, I say Fena and Fena says Shrew. Is that what you mean? Yes, or you say Shrew and she says Fena. Um, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I get it, I get it. Okay, come on. Let's okay. Do it. I'm gonna say Fena. Fena, you say Shrew. Alright. Okay. After three. One, two, three. Fena! Shrew. Nothing happens. Okay, hold on, hold on. Perhaps uh, we're not uh, as innocent as we think. Oh, yes, yes. Um, you are innocent, surely. Your blood worked. I think this might... Excuse me, and I knock on it slightly. Are you in there? What? What? Can you repeat what you said about, you know, about good and evil? And uh, I feel we, we've missed something. Your stone isn't working. Nothing comes back from the stone. But Fenner, she turns to you and says, The voice said that beauty and hideousness, innocence and guilt, peace and violence, they were all two sides of the same coin. And that when that coin is tossed, it can land on either side. And that we were to speak the name of two innocents to free them from their fate. Well, clearly it's not working. I say we continue. Yes, let's put this stone away and let's see if we perhaps can use it for other people. And perhaps, as you say, Fena, we are not really innocent. We've killed a fair share of, of people. We are not truly innocent. Are you guys making your way then? Yeah, we'll carry on. The path continues a little while north. You start seeing an obvious trail. A number of footprints as you proceed. Can I tell what the footprints belong to? Give me a survival check. Five plus three, eight. You're studying the footprints. You still seem a little bamboozled by what's just happened. You can't quite seem to pinpoint what creatures these footprints belong to. But you do notice that there's a number of the same kind, and one that seems almost human. Fabian kneels down to inspect the ground as well. <laughs> well, these ones here... There's no doubt about it. These are orc. Yes, that's what I thought. Perhaps the human one are Sister Garel's. Oh, that would be good news then. We're catching up to them. Hmm. Well, depends what we find. Could it be good or could it be bad? Let's go. Slowly. Quietly. Are you stealthing then? Can I tell how far I would be from the stone circle? At this point, you're still almost two days' march from there. Oh, no. Then, I mean, if we stealth, we take longer, right? We don't have that luxury, so no, let's just carry on as normal. Yeah, you only have a day to play with, really. So the path continues north, and after a short while, without warning, the sunlight is blotted out by a thick blanket of clouds, rolling in at an alarming rate, leaving the forest in total darkness. The sounds of chirping insects which had been serenading you along the path ceases abruptly. Against all reason, the lack of light causes a previously unseen object in the path ahead to radiate a sickly black light. Whatever is causing the dark light rises from the ground and begins moving towards you. What now? This forest is full of traps and trickeries. This object starts moving towards you. You notice that this is a similar sized black crystal to the clear one that you had seen. 
as it's moving towards you, just hovering slightly above the ground, starts to rise in front of you. You start to see this terrible sight. The wailing of children's voices fill your mind as the object's dark light washes over you. Then you see them. In front of you, the light forms into two children, a boy and a girl, crawling with spasmodic lunges toward each other as the bodies begin to merge with sickening cracks and pops of breaking bones and snapping sinew. Shit. Wait, 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 wait. When the terrible transformation is complete, you see this horrid, dog-like creature with two heads, eight flailing limbs, and gaping maws full of gnashing teeth as it starts to hurl itself towards you. No, 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 wait, wait. Can I take out the crystal? Yeah. And I just say, Kaelan and Mirren. As you call out those names, the appearance of the creature starts to change from these conjoined children to this deathly looking dog. It seems lower to the floor now, breathing heavily, looking significantly weaker. I'm gonna ask you to roll for initiative. Okay, I'm gonna roll for Shrew first. That's 17. Okay. For Fenner. 10 for Fenner. 10 for Fabian. Okay, I'm gonna roll for this creature. Okay, so top of the round is Shrew. You've got this creature lunging towards you within range. It's looking fierce, right? It's not like coming to lick me or anything. Yeah, it's not coming to lick you. Not nicely, anyway. I mean, let's not mess around. I'm just going to cast Erupting Earth just on it, slightly behind it, so that I don't catch myself as well. Okay. That was a dexterity save, yeah? Yeah, dexterity saving throw. That's a total of four. Yeah, he does not save. So he takes a full 3d12 damage. Nice. That's a total of 30 damage. 30? Yep. That's a 10, a 9, and an 11. The earth erupts underneath this creature, sends him tumbling. You hear a crack of its neck and lays there motionless. Oh shit! <laughs> I wanna repeat the name again into the crystal. Kaelan and Mirren. With this creature now defeated, you see lunging out from the darkness another two of these. It's over to Fenner or Fabian. They both roll the 10. You can decide who goes first. I let Fabian go first. He runs up to one of the creatures, and with his sword, he wants to strike at it using both his hands. 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's seven damage. He lunges his sword straight into the chest of this beast as it crumples on top of his sword, sliding off onto its back. He's gone. Oh, so the erupting earth was overkill. (laughs) 30 damage was overkill. Okay. Fabian's got another attack left. He's stepping up to the other creature and slashing as well. 25. Yeah, that hits. 9 damage. Fabian runs up to this other creature, swinging the sword above his head, meeting it true against its necks as both heads roll off. Gruesome. You notice now that these bodies turn to black smoke and start disappearing into the air. In their place appear these apparitions of these two children. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're you're very welcome. I wish I could have saved you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. They start fading away. Oh, shit. Those were the children, the remains of which we saw back in the tower. The ones that escaped the hag. Well, yes, and... Oh, what if they trap us and those weird dogs? What? Oh, that must have been their souls. Yes. What if they capture us and turn us into those... The, the, The children? No. Oh, the hags. They they escaped the hags. They were killed by goblins. 
And surely the Fae... Perhaps the goblins were working for the hags. Perhaps. They brought them back, yes. I don't know, whatever it is. Uh, we won't mess with hags. That's, that's fine. Let's just carry on. I'm glad at least we could free their spirits. That's a terrible, terrible way to go. Indeed. We need to kill that hag. Do we have time to kill a hag? On the way back. We're walking back the long way to Fandlin. No, when we, when we deal with a dragon, just put it down on your diary or something. We need to kill this hag. So we kill the dragon. Was it Gothrock? And now a hag. Then the hag, yes. I mean, after we've killed a thunder god and, and, and a dragon, I'm sure a hag is, is, is a walk in the park. Surely. Well, you mentioned that riddle was easy and then we got well, attacked by those butterflies. I, I, I guessed it in the foot and give me some credit here. Oh, third time lucky. Please. What are shoes shrubbies doing then? Let's carry on. We have no more time to waste. Is the black crystal lying on the floor? The one we saw floating? Yeah. I want to pick it up. Okay. You do? Do I feel any magic emanating from it? No. Okay, I want to stash it as well. So you keep pressing into the Neverwinter Wood, following this trail. You notice that there's been this crow now that you've seen a few times as you've been walking. And after a little while, you find yourself at a crossroad with four paths. The path you've just come on, one branching to the left, one branching to the right, and one leading straight ahead. You notice that here, the path, or rather the crossroad, is in a little opening. See a large number of rocks lying around, what looks to be a tree that's fallen in a storm. This old withered tree, in between the path leading directly forward and the one to the right. What are you guys doing? You mentioned a crow I had seen a few times. Yeah. Do I still see it? You see it flying above you, yeah? I want to cast Speak with Animals. Hey there, little crow! Ah! Hello! Oh, hello. I, I've, I've seen you. Follow me. Hmm. Yes, not many people come through here. And why is that? Hmm. Danger. Really? The Fae? Hmm. Danger. Hmm. Orcs? Ah! Hmm. Tell me, little friend. There seems to be a fork ahead. Which path should I take? For no danger. All danger. All danger. Okay. Which one less danger? Gah! It starts flying towards the path that leads straight ahead. Okay. Let's follow our little friend. You can ride on my shoulder if you want for a bit. The crow is flying high above and through the, the canopy that the leaves and trees make. You start to lose sight of it. You make your way through this path into the darkness now of the forest. And you come across another small opening. This one with a large stone in the centre and a path that breaks into three before you. One leading to the left, one leading to the right, another leading straight ahead. I no longer see the crow. Hey, Mr. Crow. Do you trust that crow? Of course. Why wouldn't I? He's an animal. He's, he's of the forest. He respects druids. I think he flew ahead. What do you think? What path should we take? They all look the same to me. I don't know. What was that game you played last time? Yeah, yeah, it was just a, you know, a game of chance. Can I check for tracks on the paths? Yeah, you can. Total of 11 on survival check. You notice that there's tracks leading down all three of them. That's super helpful. I was trying to look for tracks and I have found some, but in every path. Oh, that's not good. As you walk past the, the stone as well, you notice this pot of gold with coins overflowing from it. Do not touch that. No one leaves a pot of gold unattended for no reason. 
Seems to be a lot of gold. Yes, yes. Stay, stay your hand, Fabian. Do not touch it. Give me a wisdom saving throw for Fabian. Eleven. You see Fabian take a couple of steps towards this pot. <clears throat> Fabian, I've said do not touch that, please. You see that he recomposes himself. Thank you. There's just so much of it. I know, I know. I'm that could buy us. Oh, don't, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. I'm, I'm t- Perhaps the orcs left it here. I'm fighting every fiver in my body as well. You know, treasure. It's what legends are built on. Fabian, yeah, you know it. Wasn't that long ago you were telling us to turn rooms upside down? Yes, but here, in the middle of nowhere, a pot of gold. Think, Fabian, think. Who would leave a pot of gold unattended? The orcs. Perhaps you're right. (laughs) Perhaps you're right. Shall I take it then? Do you want to risk it? Perhaps we can just take a few coins. No, Fabian. Is he trying to convince me or...? No, he seems to have listened to you. And he's recomposed himself, but, you know, from the corner of his eye, he's still eyeing up the pot of gold. Yeah, I have my doubts as well. Hmm. This could fetch us a few weapons. That it could. Which we need to fight a said dragon. Could come in handy. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, there's nothing attached to it, right? Well, I didn't get so close. Let me... Stay there, stay there. Let me check from far away. I want to try and see if there's anything... Any traps. But from far away, I don't want to get too close. Okay, so roll an investigation then. Natural 20. You're looking at this pot from a distance. You don't see any strings attached to it. Doesn't seem to be any pressure plates from where you are. Any mechanical mechanisms around it. As far as you can tell, it looks safe. As far as I can tell, it looks safe. It's not trapped, at least. Not by any mechanical means. Can I try and make an arcana check if I see anything on it? Any runes, any glyphs, anything that might indicate it's magically trapped. Are you doing this from where you are, or are you getting closer? Bit closer. Just to get that extra detail, but I don't want to touch anything. Okay, roll an arcana check. Eight total. You don't sense any magic coming from it. There's no magic coming from it either. I think this is good to go, Faven. Told you this is the orc's gold. Hmm. Fenna, you're the voice of reason. Give us some. Well, you haven't seen any traps and you don't sense any magic. No. Pot that large could help us. Oh, yes. How do we carry it, though? We can split it between our backpacks. Well, the voice of reason has spoken, Fabian. Let's have at it. And I want to get closer. Do I see any different from this close? No. I start splitting the gold. Okay. The good old gold. I'm going to ask you to give me an intelligent saving throw. <laughs> Damn it. 12. And roll me a d4. 3. As you start getting handfuls of this gold, you see these shimmering lights materialize in the corners of your eyes. As you try to blink, you see that these glowing specters start to appear, growing more and more defined. And you see jumping out at you, a swarm of mischievous leprechauns <clears throat> leaping out from the shadows. Their emerald green hats perch atop their fiery red hair. Their faces adorned with mischievous grins. With gleaming eyes filled with trickery, the leprechauns begin to circle you, their laughter echoing throughout the clearing, brandishing tiny, glistening daggers as they begin to dance around you. Now, 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 put those away. light and nimble. No need for violence. You are just picking up gold the orcs left behind. Each movement appears to bend the very laws of physics, defying gravity and reason. Do you want some yourselves, friends? Suddenly, the leprechauns launch into a frenzied assault, 
darting and weaving through the air with supernatural agility. I'm going to ask you to roll for initiative. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Four for Shrew. Eight for Fenna. Twenty for Fabian. Okay, so top of the round is Fabian. I'm going to ask you to give me a perception check for Shrew. Seventeen total. You start hearing very faintly in the distance the voices of your companions shouting out for you. Do you realize they're nowhere around you? Hey, what? what, what? What's going on here? Little boys, tell me what's going on right now. True. True. Fenner! Fabian! Where are you? I cannot see you. So are these leprechauns now. They leap at you, darting their daggers towards you. You feel the knives digging deep into your flesh, yet you feel no pain. What is this? Without it, so it's a shrew. Listen, little boys. I don't want to hurt you. You look cheap and rather cute. But if you force me to, I will. And I... How many are there? There's loads. <laughs> They're darting out of the shadows, jumping in, flickering in and out of existence, leaping towards you. You're completely surrounded. You can't see your friends anywhere near you. I'm going to cast Erupting Earth, centered on the biggest mass of leprechauns I can see. Okay, that will be directly in front of you. And then there's when I'm going to do it. So they take a dexterity saving throw. You see them all darting and jumping around. They seem unfazed by this attack. What do you mean unfazed? Again, you can hear the voices of your companions. True. True. You start to feel almost as if you're being shaken. I'm here. Where are you? Have you gone hiding in the bushes? It's not the time to hide. Gonna need you to roll those d12s as well. Total of 15 for the three d12s. And remind me what your spell save DC was, please. 14. As you're hearing these voices of your companions calling you out and you almost feel as if you're shaking where you stand, you hear both of them shout out in pain as well. Are you alright? Are the leprechauns hurting you? You start seeing more and more of these leprechauns appearing from everywhere, their tiny forms almost completely filling this clearing, the laughter blending with the rustling leaves, the crackling of magic, the shouts of your companions. And just as it seems that you're going to succumb to this overwhelming assault, you suddenly find yourself lying on your back on the forest floor. Cold sweat, the earth around you, all erupted from your spell. The gold coins sprawled across the floor. True. What the fuck are you doing? What's on? Where are the leprechauns? Where are the little boys? The what? The little boys. What little boys? They came out of the of the forest. They were attacking us. True. You... What on earth are you talking about? When I went Why did to... you cast a spell? Uh, the little boys were attacking us, so I cast the erupting earth as I normally do. I what little boys? The little boys with orange beards. I don't know. They had hats and stuff, and they were jumping from the bushes. They were attacking you and Fabian and and me. There was nothing. Your we were eyes overwhelmed. Your eyes just turned white. White. They rolled into the back of your head, and then you started talking to yourself, and we were trying to shake you. you, and then you cast a spell and. Uh. I'm I fell backwards and... What, what, what were you thinking? Uh, I've told you. I've, I, t- I told you not to touch the treasure. You had to convince me, Fabian. This I is all no fault as usual. Where's the, where's the gold? Can we at least get the gold and keep going? You think it's a good idea to take the gold? Well... Did the gold do this to you? I killed I killed all the leprechauns. All the little boys died. I did the erupting earth and suddenly they're, they're not here. So I imagine... We can now take their treasure, and then they're not going to need it. They're dead. That was strange, true. I... 
Didn't you see the little boys? There no. were many of them. There was no little boys. So okay. You're going crazy. Let's go then. The Let's... goal has got you. No, 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 no. I've, I've... It's what I feared. Perhaps it's some fey magic or some something like that. I mean, leprechauns. Uh, I've heard of these creatures. Tricky, tricky little boys. Let us, let's just leave. Let's leave. Don't touch anything. Don't, don't even step on the treasure. Let's just go, as we should have done in the first place, Fabian. Oh, yes, of course. It's my fault. Yes, you temptress. You had me convinced not to touch it. Well, and then Fenna, Fenna started you were the voice of reason. Yes, that's right. Fenna, today it's your fault. <laughs> well, I never... Well, you never, you never make the wrong choice, but you did today. This is on you. Let's go. You're the one that checks it for traps and magic. And there, was a, there wasn't any... Well, perhaps if you got close enough to see it instead of farting around beside it. Farting around? What? I can't believe this. Let's, do, let's just carry on. We, 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 we'll we, carry on where? There's three paths in front of us. Let's go down the middle like I, I said originally. I trust this crow. There's no reason not to trust it. So creature of the wilds. Creature of the forest. Let's carry on down the middle. So you guys make your way down this middle path. You find yourself in another clearing after a short while. Again, at a crossroad. Forest thick, particularly on three sides. And between the left and straight path, you see what appears to be the ruins of a cabin. Let's not touch anything. A cabin similar to the one the hag lives in. Well, that's... Perhaps it was a cabin. Nothing more than foundations yes, and yes, rubble. To the, to the naked eye, I'm sure fey magic works in mysterious and wonderful ways. And when we step up to it to check for any potions or or what, or what have you that may be lying around it suddenly springs to life and a hag comes and greets us and then eats us let's just step away from it and carry on on the path which way are we going let's just go forward eventually we're gonna get the right one let's keep going forward so you guys keep marching forwards after a short while you find yourselves back at that first clearing that you you made your way to damn it this is awfully familiar i think we're going around in circles fabian how? We've only gone forward. Again, fey magic. Wonderful. Fucking hate the fey. I'll add it to my list of alongside orcs. <laughs> it orcs, ogres, and fey. Okay. The first clearing being the one with the butterflies or the one with the leprechauns? Uh, neither. The one where you had seen the crow. The one where I saw the crow? Yeah. That first one. I want to go forwards again. You sure you know what you're doing, sure? No, I have no idea what I'm doing, but we went straight last time and we came across the little boys. And then from there, let's choose another direction. Very well. Till you find yourself again at this crossroad, with a stone in the middle, the gold coins sprawled across the floor, and the after effects of your erupting earth spell. Okay, we went forwards again, and we reached the cabin. Let's go forwards again. So you press forward, and after a short while, you reach that crossroad with the ruined cabin. I want to search the cabin. Fuck it. Okay, roll for investigation. Total of three. Sure, you said not to touch anything. Well, I'm what at... What are you doing? I'm at wit's end, so let's just... Perhaps we find clues here. We found anything? No. <laughs> oh, which path should we take? The one straight ahead led us back to the start. Let's just take the left one this time. You take the left path, start walking through the forest. And after a little while, you find yourself back at that first clearing again. Damn it! We're here again. Oh, I'm starting to hate the fucking Fae. Okay, let's I go. say we kill these hag. Where is the hag? I don't know, but I'm gonna kill her. Okay, let's let's go to the cabin and let's see if we find her. So short while passes and you're back at the clearing of the cabin. Okay, what do you suggest, Fabian? We we call out to her and kill her, or what are we doing? 
I've got no fucking idea. Well, let's take the right path. Perhaps the right path leads us the right direction. Didn't you always say the right path is the right way? Exactly. But why didn't we take the right path before? I just decided to change my mantra. It's better be the right path. It is the right path. Let's go. You follow this path. And after a short while, you seem very confused as you again have that first clearing. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay, this isn't working. Okay, so what am I seeing here at, the, at this clearing again? There's a tree, right? Yeah, this was that first one again. Or the tree? The one where you'd seen the crow. Does the tree look dead? Yeah. Okay. And the tree is in the middle of a path going straight and the one going right? Yeah. I go up again. Okay, so you're back at the, at the clearing rock. of the stone. The stone is where, exactly? Middle of the path? Bang in the middle. Bang in the middle of the path. I go up again. You find yourself back... At the clearing with the, the ruins. The cabin, right? Yep. Help me here. Let's see if you guys find anything of information. Uh, I'm a bit lost. Okay, we're for investigation with advantage. Natural 20. You're searching through the, the rubble. Fabian calls out for your attention. I think I found something. Really? What is it? it looks like a glass vial. With <laughs> this green liquid in it. Really? Okay, yes. so a potion. Of sorts, I guess. Let me see. It doesn't look like any potion you've seen before. Hmm. I wonder. Do I sense any magic coming from it? Give me a Nakan check. Seven. You can't get a proper sense of it, but a bottle this nice and that liquid certainly looks magical to you, even though you can't feel the magic coming from it. I want to take a moment and open the cork, and I want to dip my little finger in it, give it a little taster. Okay, give me a Nakan check with advantage then total of 20. You get a sense that this potion can restore your energy and your spells. It's a potion of long rest where you'll gain the benefits of a long rest whilst only taking a short one. Wow, nice. Hmm, well... What is it, true? Well, it seems to invigorate us more when we take a short rest, uh, but it won't help us in a predicament. Give me a perception check. Total of six. Yeah, from, from where you are, you don't perceive anything out of the norm. I go back the path I came from. I start making your way back. The path seems to look a little different as you're walking down this. Mm, as I suspected. You find yourself after a short while again at another clearing. This time the path leads on and again branches out to a crossroad of sorts with this pond at the centre, overlooked by this old rotten tree. Between the left and upper path, you see what looks again like a ruined cabin. Another cabin? Can I recall where the old cabin was facing? What direction it was facing? The one I saw before in the last clearing? It's in the same location. Same location. Facing exactly the same way. Yeah, but it looks different. It looks older, newer. It's ruins as well. Hmm. want to go up to it and investigate it. Okay, we're for investigation. 16. You're searching for the rubble. And amongst it you find another glass bottle of this same green liquid. Amongst the rubble as well, you find this piece of paper. You can see the faint markings of a number of arrows pointing up, then another one pointing up, one pointing down, followed by another one pointing down, then one pointing left. It looks like this piece of paper has been torn. That's all you see. Hmm, this seems to be a map of the path we need to take. I want to go down the path again. You follow this for a short while. Sure enough, after a little time, you come to another clearing. It's time with a circle of trees at the centre, and again what appears to be a ruined cabin, with the path again branching out into 
three other directions, in addition to the one you've come down. I want to check the cabin again. Investigate it. Okay, roll for investigation. 17. Spend some time shifting through the rubble. Find a few coins, adding up to a total of seven gold. And buried amongst the dirt, you find a potion of healing. Well, we all know what this is, and I stash it in my bag. This here map, for lack of a better term, tells us we should now go left. Let's take the left path. Okay. You seem to be making progress. You start pressing onto the woods. You find yourself again at a clearing. As with the others, this branching out into three directions in addition to the one you've come down. So another crossroad. This one with an old, withered, twisted tree in the center. Path leading off to your left and right. The one leading straight forward, leading to a small hillside with the opening of a cave. I don't guess there's anything friendly in that cave waiting for us. Or is it the exit? I've got no idea. This place has me on and my wit's end. Mm. Does the tree look dead? Yeah. I mean, there's other trees around as well, but the one in the center looks dead. And the map I found, that's the last direction it showed, right? Left. Yeah, after that it was ripped. Let's investigate the cave. Let's investigate the cave. I'm curious. Let's go in quietly, though. So shoe shrubberies start making their way quietly to the cave. You're greeted by pitch black. And as you walk through it, you see some light on the other side. This is an opening that leads back out. And as you press on, you find yourself back at that first clearing. You're talking, right? <laughs> as you look behind you, the cave has disappeared. And you just see Forest Path again. The same one as before. Same yeah. clearing. The exact same clearing. Damn it! We're going around in circles here. I know, I know, I know. Well, we know what path to take now. We can go back to the cave and try another one. So I want to follow the same path that led us to the cave. So yeah, after a little while, you find yourself back there. The path of the cave, the old withered tree. I feel as if I'm missing something here. Something that's obvious to everyone listening. (laughs) (laughs) And not so much to me. To the left! You make your way down this path. Seems a little longer than the last ones you went down. You find yourself stepping out of the thick canopy of the forest again. You find yourself in another clearing. This time different. But again, presenting you with three choices. Four, if you include the one you've come from. In the sense of this one, there's an old well. Well, well, well. I think we best avoid anything here and carry on. So, I've gone forward twice, then I went back twice, then I went left twice, right? Yep. Now I want to go right twice. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go right. So you take the right path, you start pressing through the woods. Sure enough, you find yourself at a new clearing. This one a simple, straightforward crossroad presenting you with those same four options and you're pressing right again yes true shrubberies make their way down this path this one goes on for significantly longer than the others and after about 15 minutes of walking you find yourself in a small clearing where a small cottage rests there it's barely 15 foot to each side with pine shingle walls that likely do little to keep out the cold through the open windows you can hear the sounds of shrieks laughter angry shouts and no lack of cackling. <sighs> Something tells me those are those hags. Or hag or whatever the hell you found in that diary. Yes, I think you're right. Could we perhaps take one of those potions I found? What potion? Potions that granted us a full rest just by having a short one. Oh yes, that would be wise. Get you back up to full health and spells. 
Yes, do you think the hags will hear us out here? Well, if we're quiet. I want to find an area, a bushy area, somewhere I can hide behind. Yeah, that's not particularly difficult in these woods. You find a nice little area under a, an old tree. I want to take the potion and have a short rest, but I want to keep watching the cabin, see if I see any movement, anyone coming outside, going inside, anything like that. As you down that potion and you're keeping an eye out, you don't see anything coming out of the cabin, but you do continue to hear the laughter, shouting and cackling coming from it. So Shu takes the full benefits of a long rest, having taken that potion. You get back all your spell slots and your HP. Fennec currently has 5 points of damage that she took from the butterflies. Fabian's taken 12 points of damage total between the butterflies and your erupting off. Oh, <laughs> well. Okay, I want them full health, just in case these hags are a little bit too much for us. So I want to roll their hit dice. For Fena first, that's 5 plus her constitution, so she gains all her health, right? Yep. And then for Fabian, that's 6 on the first roll, and I'm going to roll once more. That's 8 on the second one, so back to full health as well, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, then with that, I get up slowly. We need to get rid of these hags. They cause nothing but trouble. To innocence. And they're in a way. I don't know how to get away from this place. We may be trapped in their illusion of some sorts. You think we can take them? I have no idea. But if we can't take hags, we're not going to take on a dragon, are we? Let's think of it as a test of our strength and valor. Very well. How do you propose we do this? I'm not quite sure. I suppose a head-on attack is our best option. Maybe we can surprise them. So we do this quietly. Hmm. Do I see any windows around the cabin? Yeah. Are they open? Yes. Yes. If we creep up to the window, perhaps we, me and Fena, can cast our spells and you perhaps fire an arrow. Or if you wait by the door and use our distraction, perhaps you can rush in and get them by surprise as well. What do you think? That sounds good. We'll, we'll have the element of surprise. We have to be very, very quiet. Okay then, so I'm going to ask you to give me stealth checks. Shrew rolling with advantage with your elven boots. So Fenner and Shrew quietly make their way towards the window as Fabian makes his way to the door. As you approach the window, you see what appears to be an elven woman locked up in a small cage in the corner of the room and two horrid women pockmarked and dirty, covered in oozing sores, shrieking at her. They haven't noticed you. Good to go! Alright, so can I cast Erupting Earth on both of them? You can? Yeah. And what's Fena doing? Fena is casting Guiding Bolt at one of them, the one closest, for argument's sake. Okay, and Fabian's gonna burst in when he... As soon as he hears, he's gonna burst in and try to attack the first hag or evil-looking creature he sees. Okay, so which of your spells is going first? Erupting Earth. Okay, so Shrew's peeking in through this window. So as you cast this spell, in a manner that doesn't hit the cage, the floor of the cabin starts to creak as it bursts up with the effects of your spell. And just as you cast it, you and your companion suddenly and inexplicably find yourself standing in the middle of this room with the two hags and the elf, all three quite surprised to see you. The elf starts to clap slowly from the cage. <laughs> you see? You should have helped me rather than stopped me. I'll have my way in the end. And suddenly as you appeared, the elf disappears from her cage. 
You see that one of the hags rolls her eyes. Oh, thanks for nothing. I'm never going to get my spleen pie if this keeps up. And that's what we're going to call the session. Wait, wait, was she talking to me about this? Thanks for nothing? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is going on? And was the elf talking to the hag when she said, you should have helped me instead she of stopped me? Yeah. What the hell is going on? What is all of this about? Um, my spell didn't work? You seem to be teleported into this cabin. What a way to leave me hanging. You and our listeners, I hope you enjoyed that episode. You're going to find out a little bit more. You're going to have to head on over to buy me a coffee and become one of our members so you can listen to Into the Studio, where we discuss today's episode. There you can also find our shop, where you can donate certain items that then will appear in-game. Like we've had the Prayer of Healing Scroll, the Invisibility Potion, all of which we still need to use. But we will get to it eventually. Yeah, the Invisibility Potion might have come in handy today. Perhaps, but I trusted my myself. I, I want it for something else. I have something in mind. Also, if you cannot support us uh, monetarily, you can always leave a like a comment or a rating in your podcast player of choice that helps us tremendously yeah and if you're one of our listeners on youtube make sure you subscribe hit that like button leave us a comment and ring that little bell ding a ling a ling ring in alien i don't know what i'm saying okay so <laughs> <laughs> i was going somewhere that I, I, I massacred it yeah thank you very much for all the support as always this leads us nicely onto twitter twitter <laughs> I can't believe that name stuck. It's similar to Shrew's Shrubberies. I just threw the name out there because I couldn't think of anything else and it stuck. Well, here we have it. Twitter Twitter. Yeah, and today we've got one question. And one challenge. And one challenge, yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do the challenge today. I think but we, we will prepare for, for the you next one. You have something there with you. No, it's gone. I drank it already. Well, yeah. So the challenge we're going to have to slightly postpone comes from Neil Ravenscroft. He's challenged us to see who can drink a 500 milliliter bottle of fizzy drink of choice in one. I don't think my constitution's high enough for that. I don't know. I think I'm forfeiting. <laughs> Are you taking the point, or you're forfeiting as well? No, we'll have to. We'll have to try it. Okay. So does does beer count as a fizzy drink? I could down a beer. I don't think it counts as a fizzy drink. Well, no, it's fizzy. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's not carbonated. It doesn't have the same fizz. You know, I, well, could dry, I could down a beer as well. Well, Neil, let us know when you listen to this episode if beer qualifies for your challenge. If it does, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't, we'll have to think about it. But if beer isn't allowed, what would be your fizzy drink of choice? I think I'll have to go with Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola light. I think I'd go with Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Oh, what about a whiskey and coke? No, that, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah, think I'd be able no. to get through an episode of that. No, but we're not sponsored by either Coke or Dr. Pepper yet. Sadly not. <laughs> this time. <laughs> this time, we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, we'll postpone that challenge, Neil. But thank you very much for providing us with it. Next time, perhaps do a challenge that isn't so painful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll do it. We'll see who wins. And we also got a question from Germs, the lovely Bardock Germs, asking us yet again. Thank you very much. Always been there. The funny thing is that you... Well, shall I read the whole thing? Because yeah, it's yeah. like a, re- re- it's a comment. Yeah. So again, for reference, for those of you that are listening and haven't seen the tweet, 
we usually attach a photo, it might be of us recording, in this case it was an old photo we had where Nick and I were playing Guitar Hero at his house. A long time ago, yeah. Long time ago. Nick had long hair, I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And yeah, Bardock said, the funny thing is that you guys play real guitar and you have played on stage. So I guess I can use this statement to ask a question. What is more nerve-wracking? The moment before going on stage or rolling a death save with two failures in D and D? Good question. Yeah. Let you answer first. Okay, so fortunately, I haven't had to roll death saves before. Really? No. You've never rolled a death save? I think seven years I haven't had to roll a death save. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But after almost 20 years now of regular gigging, you still get the pre-stage jitters, although nowhere near as bad as when I first started. It's normal, you know, you're going out, particularly if it's a big stage. So I imagine at this point now, it would be far more nerve-wracking for me to roll that third and final death save than go out on stage. Well, I, unlike you, have had to roll death saves. <laughs> Quite a number of them. Obviously, you've DM'd far more than you've played, I, I think. Yeah. And it's, I think, a different kind of nerve, you know? In one, your whole character is going to die before your eyes <laughs> and all your hard work <laughs> is ruined. And the other, it's more the dread of getting something wrong. I mean, once you roll and you've saved, it's a relief. If you don't save, I suppose. It's never happened to me, but I suppose it's a kick in the gut. But once you go out there on stage and start playing, those nerves tend to wash away and they turn into adrenaline and you have the time of your life. So I don't know which one I would say is worse, but probably the stage nerves. Even after all these years? Well, I don't get it as often now, but I mean, when I used to get them badly, you know, those compared to rolling a death save are worse, in my opinion. Yeah, I suppose if I go back to that first gig I played with you in an old club in the town next to where we live I think that was my first ever performance on a stage and I wasn't too bad at the beginning because at the time we used to share the solos but I remember thinking and psyching myself out like oof there's now four songs before I have to play a solo oh there's three songs before two and then it was like it was a song where I had to play the solo and I just could not enjoy it at all <laughs> no yeah I just completely psyched myself out I, I kind of started giving you solos <laughs> at the beginning I used to do them all and I started like yeah 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 do that one because I hated having to do them as well for the same reason I used to anticipate five or four songs before the solo and I just couldn't enjoy it but I remember once and we're going woefully off topic here but I remember once um, before you started playing in that band in that particular band I, I was playing in the same club and <laughs> The solo was coming up, but I didn't have a foot pedal like to switch from <laughs> clean to, to, you know, like distortion or whatever you yeah, call it, crunch. Sound, yeah. yeah, so the solo was coming up. And to be fair, I had drunk. It was, a f yeah, it was a national holiday and, you know, festivities and all that. So to be fair, I, was, I had drunk s somewhat, <laughs> to put it lightly. And so I crouched down to change the effect with my hands on the actual amplifier. But I... I kind of leaned over <laughs> and when I came back up, my head was spinning. I don't even, I, I, I didn't even know where I was at that point. And I just remember, okay, I need to do the solo. I just put my hand on the first 
fret I saw or I could feel and I started <laughs> playing the solo and it was totally on the wrong key so it sounded <laughs> horrible and yeah uh, I, I remember that yeah, <laughs> yeah you were there and um, I just can imagine my face a face of panic <laughs> I believe I can remember but yeah it was, it was bad I tried to adjust halfway through but I think I was done. <laughs> there was no coming back from that one. I think the good thing though is that just about everybody else was yeah, as equally drunk. merry from the <laughs> facilities. Yeah, probably. Good times. Yeah, so thanks for those questions and challenges. Brings us on now to our challenge for you, the end of the episode club, the last one standing. Yeah. You wanna explain what that is? Yeah, quickly, we're gonna give you a password. You then use that password, insert it in a comment section, be it in your podcast player of choice, YouTube. In our Discord, if you decide to join, Twitter, wherever you want, we'll see it and we'll know you've made it to the end. You, we know you're one of the true fans. So thank you very much. And what is the password? Well, today's password is bewitched. Bewitched. Yeah, we've been bewitched all episode. Yeah. Yeah. Those pesky hags. Yeah. It's all they're doing. So that's it. Thank you very much for staying till the very end. And as always, catch you next time as we delve into into the dungeon. dungeon. Flies red as blood. Three buttons. Do you think we need to say both names at the same time? Perhaps. Fenner and Shrew sitting on a tree. <laughs> what are you insinuating, Shrew? <laughs> <laughs> the path continues a little way. Guai. Guai. So you guys keep marching forwards. After a short while, you find yourselves back at that first clearing that you you made your way to. Damn it! This is awfully familiar. Two horrid-looking women, pockmarked and dirty, covered in oozing sores, shrieking at her. Just how I like them. Sorry.